What's up? What's up? We're back. Uh, it is episode uh, four, number official of the Long and Hard podcast. I am Thomas Harrington. And I am Josh Blaze. And uh, so today we're talking about uh, how to be unsuccessful, which is kind of the antithesis of uh, our show and what we want to talk about. But, you know, maybe we don't know the exact way to success. We're still finding out our route. But I think we've learned a few certain ways that we can almost guarantee you will not succeed or be unsuccessful. And I, I guess that's kind of what we were thinking about chatting about today. Absolutely. I mean, we know how to be unsuccessful because <laughs> I, I think most like most people are not unsuccessful, but most people are not fully successful. And I think it's because they almost merge the two together so they take some of our unsuccessful list they take some of our successful list and then they merge the two and they kind of just like stagnate in the middle of mm-hmm. like unsuccess but success you know like comfortability i guess we'll call it mm-hmm. well so, there's even i mean i guess you could say there's kind of there's being unsuccessful which is i guess failure in a way sure uh which is something we've experienced but then there's also there's not succeeding and not succeeding and being unsuccessful could be be two different things, I guess, in a way. Yeah, I mean, we're going to have to define that via the Oxford Dictionary or whatever, but I think... <laughs> yeah. But, but I think that, yeah, if we're going to be talking about being unsuccessful, the things that we're going to talk about today are the things that you want to do if you want to go nowhere with your life. So do all of these things and you will go nowhere. <laughs> yeah, I, if you, if you want, this is the staying in place episode. Like if you want to, if you're you want to do the same old thing and get what you've always got you know this is the pretty defined step uh list of steps and what, what we can guarantee you'll just keep doing what you're doing right yeah i'm not into like full-on guarantees but i can guarantee this one <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's fire it up so i think that number one of the things that you can do to be unsuccessful is to focus on other people and not your own life so looking at what other people are doing around you, worrying about what your best friends, your competitors in a space are doing, uh, worried about, you know, just everything else as opposed to looking internally and focusing on your own life. That's definitely number one way of being unsuccessful. Um, there's that picture of, I think, Michael Phelps and whoever was number two in the 20... 16 summer olympics i want to say does that make sense to me uh oh is this going to be our first look that up are you uh yo glass look that up was it the 2016 summer olympics (laughs) or uh, we're talking when he won his like seven medals yeah when did michael phelps wasn't that 2010 that was 2010 when did michael 2010 in london right yeah when did michael phelps win the most recent medals because i think that's what the picture was taken but nobody nobody knows who number two was because who the fuck cares, right? Silver, yeah. whatever. But Michael Phelps in that picture is looking. Tell me, what is it? 2016. 2016 Josh, oh, you're right. Nice. Woo-hoo-hoo. Shout out to our uh, unofficial producer, Glass, who uh, apparently sits out of the room for the show, so you have to yell at him. But he's uh... right. He's right here <laughs> doing his doing his thing. But yeah. So okay. So yeah. Anyway, in the picture, back to the stories. In the pictures, Michael Phelps looking straight ahead. He's swimming, he's swimming, and the guy next to him who's in second place is looking over his shoulder at Michael Phelps, looking at what he's doing, and the caption is, it's like one of those inspirational posts, and it's like, winners focus on winning, losers focus on winners, or something like that. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. and I think that that's like, essentially personifies this unsuccessful trait. Yeah, Ideally. number two in the world is always a big loser. <laughs> yeah, number two in the world is, yeah, he ain't shit, even though he's still the, one of the best athletes in yeah. the entire... <laughs> no, I, I think that's good. I think that kind of sums it up, really. And um, what you said good, uh, or a good point you made was uh, focusing on your competitors, right? Yep. And I think people are very guilty of putting way too much weight on what your competitors are doing are always thinking about how you're competing with them yep. versus, you know, what you do, what you provide. And, you know, for specific to a real estate thing, um, without naming names, so I don't get myself in trouble, but, <laughs> um, 
you know, there, there are very large uh, national companies that do it a very altered uh, fee model and a very different business model than a traditional realtor, right? Okay. And uh, they're, they're more about uh, a lower cost option. Does it work for some people? Yeah, sure, but uh, not always. And uh, as a whole, they make up one or 2% of the market, right? So um, in, in any given market, maybe 3% in their strongest markets. Mm -hmm. But every single realtor spends all day thinking about them, talking about them, complaining about them. Sure. Uh, when in fact, that's a not even who your competition re really is. Right. Mm -hmm. So, so when you focus on others like that, you're, you're put, giving their actions way too much weight over you. And, you know, a big company like that is a good example because they don't care about, you know, Josh plays the individual agent in whatever city, nope. right. They're, they're, they're doing their thing. They're not thinking about you, but you're constantly thinking about them. Right. And you're kind of a wasting your own time, like focus on that other 97% of people who are going to potentially work with you. Right. Exactly. I know exactly who you're talking about. Not names, <laughs> yeah. But, cough, cough, wink, <laughs> uh, but exactly figured all out. Yeah. Like, I mean, we're, we're both members of a, a real estate group in Edmonton here and there's always like some whispers going on about what X, Y, and Z company is doing and why is this da 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 da. And you and I have had conversations about it. We're kind of just like, man, like, chill out, focus on your own business and uh, do the best for your own clients and you're going to be successful. But if you keep yeah. doing that sort of thing, like there you and, go. You know, it's even interesting too about this. And this is almost ties in an interesting inverse way where uh, that company, a lot of their ads are in more of a negative frame of mind. That is, instead of talking about their own services or what they can do, mm -hmm. a lot of their large advertising is actually uh, talking down others and other companies and other services, right? So like, don't talk yourself up by putting others down. It's right. Do, do you see where I'm going with that? Yeah. Successful people don't uh, tear others down. They lift them up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or, well, I mean, I even said in our uh, 26 rules episode, uh, whichever rule was, you know, focusing on others or hating on others, but, uh, Glass you know, that up. I'm there's, uh, there's, uh, <laughs> You know, it, it's never like the the number one guys like aren't the ones you don't see them. Usually you don't see them constantly rippling on others. Uh, if you're a smaller up and coming agent, you know, like myself, I'm just outside of kind of the top circles, if you will. Uh, if you're someone just starting, like they, you won't hear those guys talking about you as a moderately new or uh, building or up and coming agent, right? So no. What you should be doing is focusing on what they're doing right and then emulating it. Mm -hmm. There you go. That's how you would be successful on the flip side. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, if you, and then, you know, yeah, fo focusing on others and what they're doing. And, you know, again, what you dislike in someone else is something you see in yourself. Right. Right. Um, so, you know, if you catch yourself drinking that haterade, like stop. <laughs> for one right I and that's uh, a couple of numbers down the page here but yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then well i mean even keep this in mind too because understand like if you're putting yourself out there trying to improve your life such as we have and we've seen it is you do get a lot of people kind of coming back to you uh well talking negatively about you trying to bring you down what whatever right so mm -hmm. i mean you just got to shut them out and do what you're doing right so yeah let's move on to the next one i guess Sure. Yeah. Um, so uh, another way to be unsuccessful is uh, focus on. Uh, am I reading this the wrong way? I think you're on number two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, little things are more important than the big picture. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're saying by focusing on the big picture instead of the little things, correct? Uh, yes. Well, also here's here's how I think I've, I think I'd worded that was that the little individual things that come up are distracting away from the big picture. So as opposed right. to um, focusing on your long-term vision, you're focused on the very little nuances that, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's where I was going with it. Right. So <laughs> yeah, go, going more, yeah. Getting kind of a short-term fix or a short-term solution versus, you know, what, you know, two years, five years, eight years, 10 year, planet and beyond right 
Exactly. Like being impatient, looking at mm-hmm. like the very, very short term, hoping for a very short term success. Yep. That's definitely a way to be unsuccessful. Okay. Now I, I see where you're going with this. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it, it all takes time and, you know, we're kind of the, in some ways, antithesis to like Gary V and not in like a bad way that, you know, you're not going to hear either of us say, quit your job and go be an internet entrepreneur or whatever. Cause that's probably a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would probably recommend you start it now, but understand it's going to cost money, take a lot of time. And, uh, you know, you won't see immediate results. You'll have to f- kind of fumble your way through it. And, uh, you know, it, it's, I, it's unfortunate you might not make $10,000 your first month. The, the Twitter sphere may have, uh, made some false promises there, but it's, uh, you know, you, you have to be focused on the long term with that. And that, that's something we're kind of seeing in one of our current, uh, joint side ventures, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that it's gotta be the long haul for, for that sort of thing. Yeah, you had sent me a podcast the other day, uh, the Mike Cernovich podcast, and it was on things I wish I knew about the internet or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I had listened to that going to the gym like two days ago. And yeah, that's pretty much like one of the biggest points they make in that podcast is that um, knowing what I know now, don't expect to make any money in your first year whatsoever. Yeah, if you... if. It- <laughs> You know, if you go into a business venture expecting to make zero dollars, you will almost never be disappointed, which is the good thing, right? So, uh, yeah. And, and yeah, understanding and, you know, it might be a break-even venture. And typically there's, uh, with this sort of thing, there's kind of an exponential uh, return as you kind of grow your base or following or client base or, or whatever, right? So, mm-hmm. I mean, you kind of have to grind it out before you're... Uh, you know, kind of taking off if you look at a, like an exponential uh, graph, right? Yeah. If you want to go listen to that podcast, we'll link it to the show notes. It's called what I wish I had known about the internet from day one on the Mike Cernovich podcast. Very good podcast. So, and that is a hundred percent it do things for fun. Cause that's essentially how he had started guy has like 450,000 followers on Twitter, mm-hmm. whatever, you, whatever you think about his politics or whatever it may be. He's very successful in the online realm. He's very yeah. much going back to like a mindset type of uh, content and things. And I think he's a very good. Uh, I think that's good. And I, you know, I think that was someone who was instrumental in our early development when we came across him, you know, yeah, like five, five years ago. three to six years ago or whenever the hell it was. Yeah. Um, and some of that really good old content too. Right. And that's kind of a more advanced version of where we are. And I, I think uh, that would be a good resource for anyone who wants uh, to work on that. Yeah. We'll link it in the show notes. Uh, and, uh, oh, before we move on, I just want to yeah. say even, uh, well, kind of tied to this is also, you do have to start small. So like, don't get distracted by the little, the little things in the short term. Don't get distracted by that one complaining qu- client or customer or wh- whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you do have to start with the small things. You do have to break each thing down to one day at a time. And, you know, part of, uh, part of not wanting immediate success is you do have to start small, right? Uh, you said Joe Ro- like Joe Rogan's first episode had 200 lessons and now he makes, you know, a hundred million dollars a year on his, on his show. Right. Yeah. Follow, follow me on Twitter. Yeah. Follow, <laughs> follow Josh on Twitter. Some, that's, uh, that's Sapien Josh. There you go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. But that's a hundred percent it. Like I think he had, he even had talked about it in one of the podcasts. I'd have to go back and find it, but it was essentially like how many listens did I have on my first podcast? It was like 250 and the guy yeah. gets like millions Mm-hmm. Billions now. Yeah. So. So, start small. Focus on the. Don't focus on the short term. Don't look for quick success. It's, you know, and yeah, I mean, even say like we kind of as a society glorify the overnight phenomenons. You know, the the guys that hit it big, the guys that hit it big at age twenty one or whatever. Like it's mm-hmm. you don't see the other ninety percent, which are it's a slow burn, right? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 20, 20 year overnight success is what we would call it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll move on to the next one. Number three is how to be unsuccessful. Don't read. Stop, uh, stop reading. Stop learning. Stop uh, listening to podcasts and content that may put you forward in your craft and your business. And uh, just go watch a bunch of Netflix. Yeah, I mean the it's, it's a pretty easy one. It's you know, <laughs> it should be two words. Don't read. Uh, period. Right? Like that's uh, um, there, there's not much more to it than that. Um, 
And like all the things, I mean, it's about balance, right? Because you can spend infinite time reading uh, kind of how-to business books and not actually executing. And it but, becomes kind of like masturbatory at that point. Yeah, it really <laughs> does. And yep. yeah, I mean, like in order to grow that thing inside your head, you do have to read, you do have to put more uh, information into it. Uh, mm -hmm. The way your mind retains and gains new information is quite a bit different uh, when reading something, even versus listening or watching or whatever, right? So. Right. Okay. Yeah, I think that that's a, that's a pretty decent yeah. one. Like, stop uh, learning, take all your time and put it in towards entertainment and things that don't matter and uh, you will be unsuccessful. We can yep. guarantee that one. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Let's move on to the next one. Yeah. Uh, next point we have here is uh, don't talk to new people, right? So don't expand your horizons. Uh, don't you know, push your comfort zone. Don't take new, new meetings. Uh, I mean, it's kind of a gross word that I don't like to use, but don't network, right? Like, it, you know, you, you have to get outside your uh, circle of friends who you grew up with, uh, you know, all the guys from the neighborhood, you, you can still be friends with them, but uh, you, you do have to expand beyond that a little bit. I think if you want to succeed and, you know, part of that is kind of moving up of, and the old mm -hmm. adage of your, your, the average of the, five people you spend the most time with or however that saying goes. Yep. Um, you know, you, if you want to move up and improve and find people with your interests, you probably have to go out and, uh, well, go to something that someone who's interested in X would go to, right? And, uh, you know, something that's kind of a pain point or hard to hear is that how do you know most of your friends, especially your high school friends, your university or childhood friends and everyone has of, those yeah you're kind but of it, into it yeah uh, it's friends by proximity and it's like right they're your friends because they sat next to you at school or they lived in the same neighborhood or went to the same school right like mm -hmm. uh maybe you have some of the same interests yes but oftentimes when you think about it not always or you know okay. it, it's it, it's i mean it's not meant to be mean but it's when you when you take a step back and look at it it's yeah, you're all friends with each other by pure happenstance and there's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, if you really want like, okay, I want friends who are going to be interested in, uh, well, starting a venture or they're going to start their own and then we can kind of share notes or someone who will, uh, you know, if I'm like, hey, you know, do you know of a good podcast? They're not going to laugh at me because I listen to, to podcasts. They're, you know, they're not going to laugh at you because you're, uh, you know, trying to market your, your business via your own, I mean, social media or your own network or, or whatever. Right. So yeah, you, you have to kind of go out and find those people, I think. Yeah. I think that also like, how are you going to know? You have to like talk to pretty much everybody and screen people out. So like you're at the coffee shop, turn to the guy next to you and be like, what's up, man? See what he's working on. Like it, it, it's everything like talking to people, networking, Going to these like networking events, I would never like highly recommend, but some of them do have um, people that are masters of, masters of their craft that go to these events. And I mean, if you can get into them, go for it. I mean, I went to a, uh, I, want to, I want to say I went to a gala last year and it was for the Diabetes Association back in Edmonton. And I mean, the people at that event, man, were throwing $50,000 down on like a five-day fishing trip so you're probably not on that level but you could be talking to people that are on that level and going to those events is one way to be talking to those people um and i mean also you want to be continually looking for people that are smarter than you and better than you in, in whatever area it is you're in so looking for people that are uh that could be potential mentors or people that could give you guidance that's definitely one of the biggest hacks we'll call them to moving forward in your life is finding these people learning from them. And I mean, taking their mistakes and kind of learning from their mistakes so that you don't have to make the same mistakes. <laughs> mm -hmm. No, exactly. I mean, it, it, there's kind of a wisdom in that. And, um, you know, it's very hard to, uh, give and or take advice because 
your initial thought when, you know, someone who's 10 years older than you comes and says, hey, don't do this. It's a waste of time. Mm. Your initial reaction will most likely be, uh, well, it will be different for me. Right. And, you know, there's certain advice I would give to like, say, like an 18 year old. Mm -hmm. And I know they wouldn't take it because they will think that thing. Right. And then when they uh, are about to turn 26, uh, starting their own podcast, they'll be like, shit, that that guy was right. Right. So and, (laughs) you know, I would say one thing is it's hard to find a mentor. Right. In some ways. uh, Mm -hmm. And but when when you do meet uh, experienced people, you know, ahead of you or where you want to be or or doing good things, um, yeah, like, like you got to learn from it and, you know, you won't, someone who's 10 years ahead of you in the same field, like you can't meet that person from your childhood friends because it's simply not possible. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, to, to that avail, you know, because we're very not traditional, like I personally wouldn't go join like a typical franchised, uh, networking group. Cause that feel, I don't know, some people swear by them, but to me that feels almost like cheesy in a way or mm-hmm. like and then you know again we come from the realtor mortgage broker space so it, you have to be careful when you make a networking group or go into one and as an agent most networking groups have a limit on how many realtors and mortgage brokers are allowed in them because otherwise you would just have a room full of realtors trying to get referrals from each other which is <laughs> <laughs> just to do anything and kind of counterproductive yeah yeah i, I, I mean think, i go ahead sorry Oh, I was just going to say, you know, something for us, and this is more, uh, I think me just talking to you for the interim, but, uh, you know, kind of creating and when you're back in Edmonton, like kind of a yeg social hour sort of thing for someone Mm -hmm. who might be in this corner of the internet, uh, and what they want to improve on and just, you know, get to get to know each other right there. And then, you know, again, this is about our journey too. We can probably meet some people who can uh, teach us something or bring value to us or we can help their businesses or whatever. Right. Yeah. It goes back to why would people want to meet you and mm-hmm. to make, to make people want to meet you, you have to be pushing in the right directions and kind of like being open to suggestions and not kind of a know-it-all in that sort of realm too. Like you're not going to yeah. like people that are going to give you valuable, valuable advice aren't going to waste their time with somebody who isn't going to listen to them. So kind of yeah. putting your ego aside and listening to the people that have done it before and are better than you at certain things. That's how you do it, man. Like you want your realm of people that you interact with. You want that realm to each person in that group be better than you at something so that you can go to that person and talk to them about accounting or finance or real estate or whatever the hell it may be. Yeah. Even more tailored. Like, I mean, some of our, you know, useful talents for 2019, like videography, uh, Google ads, social media marketing. Right. So, um, you know, it, it, if I have no idea how to write a Facebook ad and Josh doesn't like, like, you know, we can't really go to each other for for, for help on that matter. Right. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Anyway. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good one. I love that point, actually. Yeah, and I think that uh, the next one you have here is kind of the same thing as spend time with the same people you always have. Yeah, let's just um, keep this one whole point. Yeah, I would. And I'll, I'll finish that off by saying, you know, there's the old, or not the old adage, but kind of a saying out there that it, if you want to get what you always have, you have to give what you've always... Uh, I'm butchering this. Hang on. If you want to... <laughs> get what you always have you have to give what you've always got right which basically uh (laughs) right it's uh that misattributed quote of it's uh attributed to albert einstein but he did not say it at all interesting Mm -hmm. fact uh but you know if uh the definition of insanity is uh giving the same inputs and expecting different outputs or doing the same task over and over and expecting a different result right definition of insanity yeah. So if you're going to give, I mean, if you're going to do the same things you always have, you will get the same outputs, right? Yeah. Uh, pretty much universally. Uh, if you want to uh, improve or do something new or do something you've never done before, you will have to change your inputs. 
plain and simple, right? And uh, that ties into, you know, who you're spending time with, what you're doing, what activities you're doing, all that. Yeah. Successful people are probably busy people. Um, that's just how it is. And busy by productive. I hate the word busy. I mm -hmm. love the word productive. Um, successful people are going to be productive people and they're not going to be have a lot of time to go for drinks or that sort of thing. So, um, I mean, you don't have to be hanging with out with these people every single weekend or whatever it may be. But I mean, hit these hit these people up every six months, whatever, every couple months, every quarter. Go grab a coffee with them. Go pick their brain. But what I would definitely advise is that you're not in the same place as you were three months ago. You want to be continually moving forward, and that is going to show these people that you're hanging out with that you mean business and that you actually are taking the advice that they gave you. I think there's an adage and it's like, you want to make friends, go ask somebody for advice. And then the next time you see them, be like, Hey Matt, I fixed my problem. I took your advice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I was even, that's kind of how you, uh, filter someone or, uh, I guess impress someone that might be uh, older than like for a mentor kind of thing. So in theory, if they're good at what they do, they know to like, they'll give you a piece of advice. And two months later, they're like, Hey, did you do that? And you're like, no, they're gonna be like, this guy's an idiot. Right. Yeah, and I'll be like, fuck this guy. Yeah. Oh, and conversely, you know, I mean, you know, we're, we're, we're nowhere near the finish line and you know, there is no finish line or whatever. But for me, uh, as a young person who's a semi established as an agent, I do get people coming to me asking for advice and I, I give them a bunch of advice and then, you know, I, we might bump into each other later or it might be a new agent at my company who I see more often. And mm -hmm. three months later, it's like, have you started this? And it's like, Oh, well, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, all right, man. So you were just complaining about having no business, but you didn't just do the like 17 actionable steps I gave you. Right. Like, it's like, you know, are, are you, are you putting yourself in a position to succeed? Are you meant to, do you, deserve to right it actually reminds me i before i left for montreal there was one guy i met with in a coffee shop just by happenstance he was ha he was there and i was there and uh, we had gone to high school before he was my brother's age two years younger and he was talking about starting an online business and i essentially sat down with him for an hour and a half talking about things i had done in the past mistakes i had made um he had this angle essentially on how he had lost I want to say it was like a hundred pounds or something crazy like that. And I was like, bro, like there's <laughs> your business. You had done this before you've done this before. There's people that are dying for it. Give them the advice. There you go. And I was like, here's how you go build a, a website. Da, 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 da. You reminded me to contact him. I'm going to contact him and see what he's done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, for, for those of you listening, tap the uh, 15 seconds ahead. But uh, Josh, your connection's lagging a little bit. If you want to tell Adam to kick off his, uh, <laughs> you know, stop streaming, uh, whatever he might be streaming over there. Hey, Adam, <laughs> are you streaming port over there, man? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> okay. Uh, so next we have is uh, stay in your comfort zone, right? Yeah. So you want to be unsuccessful. I mean, this all ties before. Yeah. Do the same old things. Don't push yourself. Don't put yourself in uncomfortable situations. Um, you know, we, we kind of go around and I'm, I'm stealing thoughts from a agent I follow who does some coaching in my area. But, uh, you know, we kind of go around as uh, people pleasers and often avoid some level of confrontation. And I don't that doesn't mean you should be a mean person or go looking for conflict. But uh, like, you know, you do have to have tough conversations with people sometimes and it is natural to avoid that situation right so so you have to kind of force yourself to do it like no matter what and you know what one thing for me i always found like if there's a hard client to follow up with there's someone i had to have a hard conversation with i i would always just dial the phone number and press call before i could even think about it and yep. kind of go from there right so i was gonna say pick up the phone and start <laughs> dialing <laughs> <laughs> but 100 percent like nobody wants to make cold calls, but, oh, well, the phone is ringing. I have to do it, right? Like that's, you You do want to put yourself out of your comfort zone. You want to be writing emails to people, hitting them up, like pressing send, even though it's kind of like 
you're always kind of like, oh, what are they going to think of me when I send this? Or when mm-hmm. you're like hitting people up on Facebook chat or like whatever the hell it is, like doing the the hard things, going in, I mean, lifestyle, going and talking to the girl on the street who you find attractive and she looked at you thinking that you're attractive. Like, go do that. There you go. Like, if you don't do that, you're going to have a very average life and it is like, it's going to be what you made it for yourself. So go do the hard things. But uh, don't do the hard things if you want to be unsuccessful. That's for sure. Yeah, definitely. So stay comfortable. Uh, you know, I mean, fuck. You know, we're not perfect. Like I do watch TV and Netflix sometimes, right? Like, yeah. But you know, if you want to stay watching Netflix, stay struggling at your job, uh, right? Like, don't don't push yourself. And I would even say, uh, doing something as weird or different as be like, okay, I want to improve my mindset. What is a mindset? Let's learn about that. Can I change the way I think and look at things? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, no one ever told you to do that in school growing up. So, you know, how, how it's going to feel a little weird. It probably will be outside of your comfort zone. You want to fix that? Go do push-ups in public. <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> I believe that's a Tim Ferriss thing, is it not? Uh, I'm almost positive it is. He would just... That- yeah, Start either, doing push-ups walking around town. It's either Tim Ferriss or it's Neil Strauss, but it's one of the two. And it's essentially like, yeah, go like, if that's how you, you start, you start to not really give a fuck about what people think about you and it pushes you out of your comfort zone and it makes like this new comfort zone. And that's what it's all mm-hmm. about. So well, that's, that's even more of like a, I would say, I guess, hack as much as I don't want to use that word where yeah, like the first time you do that, you will kind of immediately push your uh, mental muscle if you will or kind of your self-regulation uh ability there uh, immediately and now you have a whole new kind of frame of reference right we're all about the actionable advice here on the long and hard podcast so go do yeah. push-ups in public and also go talk to one new person per day um so that is whoever in a coffee shop go ask them a question ask them what their drink is ask them if they like the book they're reading uh somebody on the street ask them about the dog they're walking, do something like that every single day. Like today there was some guy on crutches that was walking past me. Well, not really walking. He was kind of hobbling, but um, <laughs> I can say that, man, I hobbled for the last five years of my life, but yeah, um, <laughs> yeah you <get> that. <laughs> no, he was, he was, uh, and I was like, man, that's no fun. Eh? And he's like, yeah, man, it kind of sucks. I uh, got some knee surgery done and I was like, man, keep working. You'll be back at it in no time. He's like, thanks, man. And I like, you just made somebody's day just by saying hi. And thanks. yeah, that's like, good. there you I, go. I think uh, that's a, that's actually really good. And you know, good situational conversation or whatever like that. And uh, it's like a two second thing. And then I would even say is a more and more beginner mode. If you're someone who's very, very introverted or is, you know, kind of crippled by this uh, fear of others or you get really anxious in those situations. Like mm-hmm. the, the, beginner mode of that that I recommend to people is and even if you're starting like a more sales job or something where you have to talk to more strangers is you know when you're walking about in your day you know when someone holds the door for you or you hold the door for them or whatever like most people kind of like are like yeah like they kind of say thanks but like make a weird grunting noise yeah like (laughs) turn to the person and say thank you or you're welcome like enunciate stand up straight look at them and be like thank you right like it's just a little thing, but it's a real interaction with the stranger instead of being like, yeah, thanks. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and I, I think that's a good, I found that was a really good place to start like for myself. And now it's, you know, having that evolves to the situation Josh described. Right. So we'll, we'll go on a tangent just for a second. People are dying for like connection and social interaction in the world we live in. So being somebody that can just, have a two second conversation with somebody and ask them how their day is going, even though you have no idea who, who the fuck the person is, man, like that's special. You made that person's day. They're going to think back when they go to bed tonight and be like, that guy was like, that guy was nice. Like, I don't know, man, like that is the easiest way to do this sort of thing. And it's so like hard to find in 2019. And it's like, have we all lost this ability or something? I don't think so. Uh, this this technology is really ruining the youth. 
<laughs> yeah, it's like I'll just hit them up on Instagram DM or something. Like, come on, man. Like, have the conversation. Just say hi. Say how's your day going, and you know what? Like, you're gonna be happier. They're gonna be happier, and there you go. That's how you go out of your comfort yeah. zone. In but uh, don't do that. Stay in your comfort zone. Make sure you're unsuccessful. Right, right, right. right. Uh, now to uh, before we get into the next one, Josh, what's our runtime at here, real quick? Uh, I actually have no idea how to tell that. All right, fuck it, doesn't matter. We're in a <laughs> long one, boys and girls. Yeah. Uh, so next one is, uh, well, take criticism to heart and don't grow from it. Right. Uh, so, uh, people are, uh, you know, the amount of people out there who say I can take constructive criticism, but then the second they get receive some, they're like, yeah, fuck you, right? (laughs) No, you're wrong. I'm in the right. I cannot possibly be wrong, right? Yeah. Like that's, you know, that's kind of default. So it's to understand criticism and, you know, maybe when you're receiving something that sometimes it's not valid, sometimes it's right, right? So, uh, you know, you you can't take it to heart every single time. And it takes a very big person to look in the mirror when someone's like, hey, you know, the way you did this wasn't great or you did this wrong and whether this is a boss or a customer or a friend or whatever and mm-hmm. you know, look at it and be like, okay, could I have done this better, right? Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it, it, it is a very initial reaction to defend your own position. That's, that's human psychology. So, you know, you need to be cognizant of that. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would say just be aware and anytime you receive it, like, you know, don't take it personally take a second, right? It, you know, it, speaking of, uh, bosses and mentors and stuff, if someone gives you some level of criticism or feedback and you actually go act on it or come back to later and be like, Hey, that was extremely helpful to me. Like you've also now built a better connection with that person as well. Yeah. And I mean, there's a difference between criticism and hating on somebody, but I mean, if somebody's being constructive with, what they're telling you. And um, I mean, let's, uh, let's give it an anecdotal example. Um, there was a client that I was helping out for you back in the day that we were seeing some, I actually thought of uh, this example as well, just now. Anyways, yeah. you finish. Yeah. yeah. And we were seeing some houses, you were out of town and um, they had said something about me just not being like super, I, I, you'd have to tell me how they worded it. I can't remember. It was, uh, it was something along the lines of like, uh, not being as engaged, I guess, is kind yeah, of what yeah. it boiled down to, right? Okay. And you had actually told me that, like, the evening, the the eve- we had gone to see, like, saw, like, three or four houses that day. You had got the feedback that evening. You told me that evening. And we had to go see three or four more houses the next day. And I was like, okay. Start your, backpedal your story. Ten seconds. Uh, our feed cut out a bunch there. I don't know if it did on, uh, it did on my end, so I think it went on the recording. Okay. Yeah. So essentially what had happened is that I had shown these people three or four houses that day and the feedback that they had given Thomas because Thomas was away out of the country was that I wasn't super engaging with what they had kind of expected of me, I guess. Um, So you had told me that evening what they had said. The next day we had three or four more showings and I was like, all right, I will be super engaging (laughs) (laughs) and and i was like you know what like it wasn't like um overwhelming or anything but they were like asking certain questions and i was like getting down on my hands and knees to look at like the year of a hot water tank and like all this stuff and i was like doing all that and there and then they had said something to you after that and i can't remember what it was but it was like did you say something to him or They, they were almost like uh defense of we're like oh shit did you say something to him I'm like, because the initial reaction is like when you criticize someone they're going to be like well you know fuck you fuck then you. right like yeah, yeah. thinking the natural reaction for most people in that situation would be for josh to then go be mad at them or be like all right you know what wait till thomas is back to look yeah. out or fuck whatever no right so um, and you know that that was a situation where uh you know i, I even said to those people a similar thing now like you know, Josh is someone who can take criticism as am I, right? Uh, and, you know, we, we learn from that, right? And they were like, oh, okay. And, you know, I even say to people like, you know how everyone at your work is like, oh yeah, I can take constructive criticism. Yeah. No, they can't, right? <laughs> so, and even to me, because we were business partners, right? Like 
by criticizing you, that's by extension me. So I could have taken that personally as well. Right. right. So, it, you know, we, we, and then going back to kind of one of the first couple points here is for me to call Josh and be like, Hey man, like I need to pass something on to you that some clients said, this is kind of constructive criticism, blah, blah, blah. Like that's a hard conversation to have too. Right. Yeah, so it, it, is. It, it, that's actually a really good situation. Uh, I think where uh, we kind of all grew from it and addressed it in a good way that we can now, uh, obviously reflect on right so they bought a house and they're happy so there you yep. go <laughs> yeah. Yep. yeah uh i guess we'll move on to the next one is and i mean let's let's like honestly tie these three points in together it's like be negative be jealous and hate on others that's kind of like all the same shit so let's that just, is kind of the same let's just tie it all in together so yeah do those three things and you'll be unsuccessful hate on other people for the success that they're having and not emulating what they're doing right be jealous of them too. And don't think that they had worked hard. Just look at them as lucky and then be negative on top of that. So just like think that the world is ending. Um, the sky is always gray and you know, like just do that and you'll be yep. unsuccessful. I mean, there's one adage, like I'll, I'll throw in a personal anecdote here. I don't really watch like cable news because every single time you turn on the television, it's just like negativity. Somebody died. Something's going on. Da, 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 da. And you're just like, you turn it off. And you're like, fuck, man, the world sucks. And then you go outside and the sun is shining. It's 16 degrees here in Montreal right now. The birds are chirping. About the same in Edmonton. <laughs> the birds are chirping. There's uh, guys in the, in the barber shop dancing and singing while you're getting a haircut. Like, man, the world's good. Don't be negative. That's my take on that one. Yeah, I would say, you know, it's uh, uh, <laughs> a controversial uh, reference uh, coming up here, but uh, Grant Cardone, like he has some stickers that he puts everywhere that's like no negativity allowed here, right? So mm -hmm. it's, yeah, I mean, it, don't allow it into your life because the negativity of friends and family and whoever, like that brings you down too, right? So yeah, um, poison. And, poison. Yeah, exactly. And you know, uh, I would even say like, in a like work situation or uh, if someone else is kind of ripping on, you know, I mean, going to go back to real estate example, another agent, another company, like don't be a part of that conversation. You can simply choose not to, right? Because yeah. you're just inviting that kind of into your world. And yeah, I mean, you actually, uh, your next point is stay inside all day and I'll tie <laughs> this back. But if you, you know, <clears throat> like this is in no way a political statement, but if you watch any news channel, like, the world is constantly ending. But, <laughs> it has I mean, been for 30 fucking years. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, it has yet to. So I'm going to go ahead and bet that it probably won't in our lifetime. But who knows? Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you go about your day, like not looking at that stuff, the news, uh, you'll be like, man, this is <laughs> like things aren't so bad. You're not really you're not walking past it every single day. Right. And I mean, you know, we can say, you know, we live in a pretty good corner of the world that's very true and we should be very grateful for that but uh absolutely you know when you get outside of that and kind of look around like it's it's not that bad yeah absolutely it's the only french word i know um <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, i mean in in addition to that like the you're not going to be growing if you stay inside all day at your uh, your condo or your house um in your parents basement whatever it is you're not gonna be growing like get out go to a coffee shop uh, i think i wrote a tweet about this the other day it was like Man, like you can learn just by like osmosis in a coffee shop, looking at people's like social interactions and stuff. Like you can learn so much just by watching other people in public. Like if you stay inside all day, don't go out, blah, 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 blah. You're not going to be in a positive mindset and it's just going to snowball to a negative side. So get out of your damn house. But I mean, again, stay in your house if you if you want to be unsuccessful. <laughs> <laughs> no that's good and i think that's kind of every everything we said here where it's you know you got to start somewhere you have to put one foot in front of the other and you do have to get outside of your comfort zone and i guess in a literal way that would be uh your house <laughs> right so yeah i mean if you're really like at rock bottom if you are really like at square one get out of your house man go for a walk you'll see <laughs> yeah, walk around. Glass says smile. Walk the smile. 
yeah. <laughs> thank god we have our producer here now to contribute to our show yeah um he brings some good points up we should get yeah, more yeah. <laughs> so uh next point we have here is uh take yourself super seriously yes um which i mean you should obviously be professional and whatnot but uh what professional is professionalism is uh can mean a lot of different things i think but you know mm-hmm. don't take yourself too seriously like Life should be a little bit of fun. I mean, we named our podcast Long and Hard, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, I think that kind of gets our our mantra across a little bit, right? Yeah. I mean, like uh, a Felix Dennis ad- adage from um, How to Get Rich is, um, and I'm pretty sure we had talked about this on probably a previous podcast, but there's one guy that he knows in the book and he makes note of, and he essentially says, this guy will never be like, the great success that he could be because he takes himself too seriously. He doesn't go dance in the rain. He doesn't go like sing songs and stuff like have fun with yourself, man. Learn how to laugh at yourself too. Because like you, if you, if you can't do that, you are in for a long life. <laughs> Just say it. Yeah. Lightly. Yeah, Just, definitely. Yeah. To say it nicely. Like yeah. learn how to laugh at yourself. Well, Don't I'd yourself. even say to that point, it's, caring a lot about what others think about you. Right. Yeah. And uh, that's a very good way to be unsuccessful as well as to care so much about others think about you uh, that you take no action at all because you fear any kind of criticism or pushback or, uh, you know, yeah. people drinking their haterade or uh, putting you down or negativity or whatever. Yeah. Honestly, man, you, you realize when you start putting shit out there, most people don't give a fuck. So there's going to be uh, the 30% of people that love you. This is a James Altucher adage. 30% of people that love you, 30% of people hate you, 30% of people don't even know you exist. So just do it for the 30% that love you. Yeah. Forget about I would even say to that point, uh, which is, I mean, this is more a grand picture, but uh, Gary V post the other day where, because uh, if you think about the population of even like Canada or North America or Earth, like, and so on percent of people will likely never hear your name unless you're like Elon Musk. So when you think about it that way, who the hell cares? And yeah, to, you know, Josh, uh, I didn't realize that was a James Altucher quote. I thought that was a, you know, the, the first uh, team leader slash mentor I had in real estate told me something very similar to that, where you'll have a portion of your clients, you know, will love you to death. And, you know, anytime someone says the word, real not even real estate just real you know (laughs) sing your praises there'll be another third that are kind of in the middle you know they don't hate you they don't love you you did a good job whatever and then a third don't care don't know who you are uh maybe won't work with you again or moved away or who knows right so you know you need to quadruple down on the people who like you and care about you and kind of block out the rest so yeah you need in 2019, you need about a thousand people to really love you and you will be set for life in the online sphere. If you get a thousand people to love you, you will be done and done. And I Even say if that, you're like a small business or a service-based uh, or salesperson or whatever. Yeah. If you have, if you have a thousand good people who like you and know you, not even past clients or past customers, like that's, yeah, that number, if we want to sound too salesy here but that converts it at an, an insanely high ratio right so bro you have like 700 fucking people following you on instagram like you're seven tenths of the way there already so like <laughs> if, if you, seriously if you think of it that way like how easy it is to affect a thousand people like i have two instagram accounts one with like two thousand followers for safety and athletica like how easy it is to reach a thousand people today yeah like and i you know that that's a good thing that uh, maybe we'll talk about on the next episode is kind of breaking down goals right so yeah if your goal is very vague like i want to be super rich or this like it's like okay well, well that's pretty hard to do and maybe you don't have the the means or the idea or just the sheer natural talent to do that you might mm-hmm. not be elon musk right uh but if you're like all right how can you get a thousand people to know who you are know about your product or service and what it can do for them. Right. Like yep. that's a pretty attainable number. Right. So no, you know, no it's 999 too many because I'm being, I'm beyond successful. Yeah. Oh, right. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Tall order, tall order. 
Okay, we'll move on to the last point and uh, we'll close it off at that one because I think we're sitting at like almost an hour here, but <laughs> it's a good, good podcast. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> think you are done. So that's how you would be unsuccessful. Think that you are done. Wash your hands. Say that you are complete with your journey as it is in life. Say that you've reached the finish line and um, don't pursue anything else. And there you go. You're going to be unsuccessful. Yeah. Uh, school is done. Brain equals off. Never <laughs> have to learn again. Uh, <laughs> you know, I am perfect. There's no way I can be improved. So I would never do anything to improve myself. Right. Yep. Uh, obviously, you know, it's, it's pretty clear that, uh, yeah, I mean, if, you know, you're, you're a perfect individual, you have no way to, uh, improve, uh, you're, you're completely done. Uh, yeah, that, that's pretty much guaranteed. You know what uh, happens when not you're, succeed. You know what What's happens that? when you're done? I'm not going to be melodramatic here or anything, <laughs> but but you fucking die. Yeah, that's that's the end point, really. So you, you know what, man? Like a lot of people are like, I'm going to retire, and they retire, and two years later, they're fucking dead. <laughs> yeah, I guess right. So and I'm not I'm not trying to like say anything or anything. Like I'm not talking about that. But honestly. When you don't have things that you're working towards in life, when you're not trying to learn new things, when you're not pursuing whatever it may be, when you're not having new experiences, you're dead, man. That's that's all it is. And I mean, some people decide to die at the age of 22 after they get out of university. Yep. And uh, you live a very shell of an experience if you do that. So you're never done. It's a journey and there is no finish line. The only finish line is when you're, when you're actually dead. So, I mean, if you're 55 years old listening to this and you want to start a business or pursue a different career or go back to school and learn a different subject, I'm not saying you should go back to school, but I mean, Hey, if you want to study physics or something crazy like that, do it. Like, this is honestly like, this is the best time to do it. Tomorrow never comes. Today is the last day. Today is the day you you can affect and go do it. Like you're not done. Yeah, I mean, I think that's uh, that's probably a good spot to call it. Uh, Let's say I'm, cut at that point. Yeah, and now if I may interject before we turn it off here, uh, if you've made it this far in this episode, and I'm going to turn to the camera here, uh, made <laughs> it this far in this episode, or if you're listening. Uh, you know, we kind of want to say thankful, thank you, uh, to you. Right. Um, you know, we're, we're just kind of starting out on this. If you care about what we have to say, you know, we really appreciate, uh, your listens, your support, your watches. Uh, so keep doing it. Uh, we want to continue to improve this. So, uh, hopefully our episodes are getting better. You're finding some value to them. Uh, message us on Instagram or our website. And, uh, if you have, uh, questions, comments, whatever, you know, like, like we said today, you know, we're all about the constructive criticism. Don't worry, we can take it. Uh, if you want to, you know, be a epic internet troll and send us some hate too, you know, <laughs> love to see it. It means you're listening to it. Right? So I love it. Either way, it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> like, listen, subscribe, share, yeah. and, uh, stay long and hard. Yeah. Always long hours, always hard, baby. Long and hard.com long and hard There you go. Take care guys. Have a good one.